But that's just my opinion. Woo. Hey everyone, and welcome to But That's Just My Opinion. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yes. The song threw me the up. Jingle. Finally. The jingle is the new canon intro. Finally, you got me. Yes. Welcome to But That's Just My Opinion, the podcast hosted by me, Matt Lantrip. And it's got up me, Dave Navarro. <laughs> Where we interview people about any opinion they have on any topic of their choice, but that's not today. Today we are just talking with each other. Uh, it's kind of like playing with ourselves. But not. No. <laughs> Much Get more. your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> How is that in the gutter? I was, it's like playing catch. We're like playing catch, me and you. One of us has to pitch and one of us has to catch. <laughs> And then we trade. The catcher now pitches and the pitcher now catches. It's how catch works. It's a game that we play with ourselves. <laughs> uh, you're a baseball fan. I don't understand. I'm this is a so big funny baseball to you. fan. Uh, well, with that sexual innuendo out what? of the way. <laughs> what innuendo? No, how I'm sorry. dare you? You were super blatant about it. You're right. Sometimes, Matt, a cigar is just a cigar, as we will find out next week. <laughs> momentarily <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> but this week we are talking about r-rated superhero movies we are and i personally believe that they are better and more I, often than not when they are allowed to be r-rated and given the leeway that r-rated movies have with you, content and yeah I, mean, I think i think really at the heart of that what we're trying to say is if a movie needs to be r-rated let it be R-rated. Yeah, make it as an R-rated movie. Like, look, here's the thing. Because we just saw Logan. Filmmakers. That's why we're bringing this up. It's all going back to Logan, yeah, and look, that's what brought this up. Filmmakers. You're going to make a movie about um, a dude who has claws for hands and just slices people up and murders them in the face and, like, smokes cigars and drinks whiskey and, like, does brutal things. Don't market it to kids. Look, I get it. They read comic books. They're going to read the comic books if they want to read the comic books anyways. They're going to go see this movie if they want to see this movie anyways. Just make it R. Just make it R. Hey, parents who take their kids to this, shame on you. No, no, not shame on you. Look, here's the thing. If they're like 14. No, even if if I was 12 years old and my father took me to go see Logan, I'd be excited. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, look. I just don't think they're they're too young to see it, though. To see what? What's what's too young for them to see in that? It's pretty graphic. It's violent, so what? I played violent video games when I was 12. Like... What? I guess not so much the graphics. To me, to me, it's more the language. Uh, Knowing impressionable teenagers, they use the language look, a lot more. Yeah, they're going to get that's, that that's language. The more Dude, thing they're listening me. to Fetty Wap and they're fucking idolizing <sighs> Kylie Jenner and Cash Mouse. How like they're look? It's already Stop everywhere. Like it's already everywhere. Like let's just like teach them that there are some places where profanity is used artistically and sometimes where sexuality is used artistically and these aren't things that we should like hide away from you as a 12 year old these are things that you should start to experience in a healthy environment with healthy people who understand it can compartmentalize it with you and explain to you why what's right what's wrong yes yeah like look like this movie is about an adult who's doing an adult thing and they're going to use adult language that doesn't give you permission to go to your teachers and use this kind of language or at school, you still have to conduct yourself with a certain air of, you know, professionalism, professionalism as a student, like be a student, you're 12, you know, when you come home, you can watch the scary movies, you can play the violent video games, but like, don't take that out of here because then you can't do that. If you're irresponsible, I'm parenting right now, Matthew, if you're irresponsible with the violent video games and violent movies and adult language, then you can't 
enjoy those things. I will take. But I like going pew pew to anybody and shooting them up and taking their money. That's dangerous. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. I <laughs> I played I played pew pew when I was a kid. Pew pew was my favorite game. Oh yeah, you play soldier. You know, do stuff. Whatever. I played video games. I played Halo when I was like twelve. I don't care. Um, <laughs> well. The, besides the point, we right. just wanted to get that disclaimer out there about the movies we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and and because some of these movies, not for children. Yeah, some of these movies are definitely not for children. Kick ass, not for children. Marketed to children. How about a child? Once about a child, and look at the posters for those movies. Like that movie is like Guardians of the Galaxy style postering. Like yeah, it's bright. It's it's no, well, no. They were always black backgrounds with the characters' faces. Sure, I'm mean, like some of Kick Ass is directed towards adults. Was the first Kick Ass even R? Yeah, oh, it was yeah. definitely R. Oh, yeah. you know, you're right. That was a brutal movie. Um, but still, <laughs> a like very brutal movie. Like Nicholas Cage being set on fire while giving right. directions out. And like, here's the thing: like one of the best scenes yeah, ever, though. Phenomenal. Um, no. That's well, that's because uh, the director Matthew Vaughn, mm-hmm. one of the best you know superhero comic book movie directors out there. He he nailed that one. He did that, X-Men First Class, Kingsman mm-hmm. the Secret Service. All good movies. Exactly. He's a great director. Uh, and then you have stuff like Super, um, definitely not marketed towards kids. It's no. definitely marketed towards adults. It's Rain Wilson and Ellen Page. Um, one of my favorite roles by each of them, uh, and just a really great freaking movie, and directed just, by James Gunn, who then ended up being able to go and do Guardians of the Galaxy. And is still coming back to do crazy independent horror films. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Belko Experiment looks awesome. It it does. And this is, like, super, I think, is a perfect example of, like, that's an R-rated movie that should stay R-rated, and, like, it's totally marketed towards an R-rated audience. But then there's stuff like... Like... Like Vegas. Logan. Logan could have been... No, uh, I mean... Marketing wise, yeah, maybe it could have played up the adult aspects. Yeah, I had no idea it was an R until we saw it. Yeah, but there's uh, but with like Logan or The Punisher or something like that, you can easily make that PG thirteen when it should be R. Oh yeah, and they, I mean, but they make those movies R because they understand this character needs that rating yeah, to get the full force. Was it first first class? Not first class. Uh, Origins X Men. Uh, Wolverine Origins no, PG thirteen, yeah, yes, oh yeah, saying. it was. That's a PG thirteen movie, and like, regardless of how terrible that script was, uh, super bad, super poorly made, super poorly digitally handled. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, God, the graphics on that thing looked like who? I actually Roger know Rabbit. what happened with that because I have a friend who really? worked for it. Really, uh, please tell me because this is one of the biggest things that has ever bugged me in movies. Okay, so this is what happened for all the all those who don't know. This is like some insider information. I know someone who used to be a graphic designer for the second company who handled that, and second company is very important to understand. Here's what happened: X Men Origins Wolverine is coming out. They had finished shooting. They handed it over to the digital team, who's going to make all the graphics for it and do all the you know editing and give Wolverine the claws. They were severely short of their deadline. It was not going to be like they were not going to be able to finish all the work they had to be done. Like they were in way too early stages to have a good product. Yeah. Studio found out that they were way behind, cut them loose, handed them over to a second company. However. And your buddy worked for that second yeah, company. Yeah, my buddy worked for the second company. When when they got a handle of it, they couldn't use any of the assets that the first team was making. Because they were just so bad? Well, not because they were just so bad, because they were so, like, 
I mean, it's like if I was like writing an essay on something and like, or like if I was writing a book and you handed me a whole book and it has to be, you know, edited and redone and all this stuff, it's like, it might just be easier to just like go back to the basics. Do like, a new book. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So like they were looking at all this stuff and they were just like, the foundations just like weren't there for them. And then like some things were like specific of like, we don't even have the rights to use some of these assets and we have to like give it back to the people who made it. Um, it was like, like this different whole, programs and stuff that they, bought, yeah, yeah. Well, and it was like this, this whole mess of like they had to tear down a lot of stuff and redo it, which is why the claws, even in the movie, the claws don't look consistent. Like there are some Terrible. sequences where the claws look god awful, and like there's somewhere that they, bathroom scene, the bathroom scene where they look rubber, and then there's like other sequences where like they look almost like they're okay, and then the other sequences where they look even worse, and like they look like they were just like photoshopped onto his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because like that's the way they got it like they got it and it was on really rough stage it's like they basically had to tear down and rebuild whatever they could as fast as they possibly could and they were way behind schedule and they never caught up um it's terrible and yeah and and unfortunately the movie machine moved around them and just it didn't matter i mean i don't think the graphics would have fixed that movie it just played into why it was even worse yeah i mean it's distracting of the fact that the rest of the movie is really bad too. i think it actually distracts you from how bad some of the story points are yeah but which i think is what it needed but <laughs> <laughs> i mean we could do a whole breakdown i might do i might add that to my video saq of, of breaking down that movie and fixing it i think honestly um and so is your video thing now just fixing movies uh it's one of them i mean like that's one of the things that i do um right now that i'm turned on by that so i'm doing that uh but i'll bounce around as i get turned on by different things gotcha all right well now that we got that out of the way because that was needed to be said yeah i'm, I'm actually glad you told me that i never knew that story mm-hmm. makes so much sense now yeah and, and it, i feel bad for that i feel bad for both those companies yeah, I mean, and I feel bad for the entire movie. It was just like, it just got fucked. And, like, really the the big problem is the fact that Fox wouldn't delay. Yeah. the fact. Well, that, I mean, they have a deadline, and they want to hit that deadline. They're a giant movie studio, and they're going to hit deadlines. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, at what cost? Yeah. You exactly. ruined a franchise. No, not necessarily. They had, a ba- they had a real big mountain to climb, but they came back. Yeah, I mean... Sure. Wolver- the Wolverine was, was mediocre. It was it it was better than Origins. It started the work of climbing up the hill, but Days of Future Past did all the climbing. That made yeah. us realize that X Men is still viable. Yeah. Then Apocalypse, no one saw. <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, why did you just shove yourself off the mountain? Did you get to the top and just like <laughs> I'm gonna jumping, jump <laughs> just roll back down the mountain?" And then Goddamn I think idiot. Logan came back right now, and it was like, you know what? Everyone on my back. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, I'm taking it to the top the of the Sisyphusian movie. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Sisyphus making a comeback. There you go. Shout out to my philosophy degree. Um, Which is why you're homeless. I am homeless. No, I, you cannot sleep on uh, my couch. You can yeah, use my on, shower. You're not allowed to sleep on my couch. On another tonight. note, listeners, if you have a couch and like a shower that I can borrow, um, I mean, it's for a friend. My friend <laughs> really needs a place to crash. Shaved Shavaro. <laughs> Shaved Shavaro. Uh, he needs a shave as well. His beard is... Shaved Navarro. Um, he cries himself to sleep most light in the street, uh, wrapped up in blankets and cardboard. So and somehow still out. manages to make it over for a podcast. If you could help him out... Uh, yeah, he's on another podcast called But Master's <laughs> My Opinion. Uh, a host <laughs> podcasted by me, Matt Schlantrip, <laughs> and me, David Shavaro. <laughs> Um, and the thing is matt could help him but he takes the point he takes the approach of like a documentarian mm -hmm. where you can't help him you have to just let them be 
You can't right. you can't involve yourself with the subject, otherwise it changes the outcome. So just that's that's why that's happening. So let's go through some of these R rated movies and we can even talk about so I want to go through some of the like the better known, not whether they're good or not, but better known mm. comic book R rated movies. And some that you might not know were even based off comic books. Or R rated. Yeah, or R rated. And then I want to end by talking about which ones we could have made R-rated and would have been better. Right. And then also like, well, yeah, sure. Which ones we should have been made R-rated that Mm -hmm. could have improved on it. And then maybe some ideas for like future R-rated comic book movies. Because the superhero model is getting getting stale. Yeah. The the PG-13 Marvel method is getting super stale. But Deadpool and Logan have both proved now... That the mainstream R rated stories work. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a very, and because they're breaking the mold and people are tired of them. I mean, people are still going to see all the Marvel movies, but personally, I want something out of the mold. I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet because I just can't care. Yeah, it's just one more. Exactly. It's just just, another. It's 15 more dollars for two more hours. It's a fucking. And I'll go read, you know what? I can go read a bunch of greater Doctor Strange storylines. Yeah, for the same price. I've never been a big fan of Doctor Strange comics. Um, they don't really strike no. me or anything. Yeah, we'll we'll get to I'm we'll get to Doctor Strange later probably. But so let's go through. So I got a list of I'll read through the list of R-rated comic book movies that I have found, and when we get to one we like, we'll talk about it. Perfect. So the first one that's on here is The Punisher, released in 1991. What? Yeah. Who's in that? Because I've seen I've seen the later one, the not nineteen ninety one. No, you're talking about the Tom Jane one. Yeah. Nineteen eighty nine film, starring Dolph Lundgren. No. Yeah. I don't believe you. Dolph Lundgren as Frank Castle. I think no. Dolph Lundgren and Louis Gossett Jr. Gossett Jr. Oh wow, we might need to go watch this. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren, Frank Castle. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine. This is it's the first movie. Yeah, we didn't even know existed, <laughs> let alone that it was R. And starred Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher. <laughs> This is a thing now. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. It's got a poster and everything, man. All right, move on. Let's get, get to, to, just like, look at let's get to something that we understand. Oh, that's crazy. It's yeah. Dolph Lundgren. It's that's Dolph Lundgren function. with black hair. Funky. Okay, next you got The Crow. Uh, the movie which is famous for Brandon Lee accidentally murdering himself. Right. Or getting murdered. I've actually never seen The Crow. I haven't either. Moving on. Yeah, but no. But again, that's a movie where it's it's not really a superhero thing. It's just it was based off a comic, right? Uh, Time Cop. Uh, moving on. Time Cop is it's. I mean, some of these are going to be like cult classic type things, right? Which you've heard of it, but you've probably never seen it. But that came out. Those both came out in 1994. Mm, I was three. Couldn't see that one. <laughs> so then, Tank Girl. Uh, moving on, girl. Let's get in the, um, like, <laughs> the era of movies that we could have. Yeah. Okay. Seen. Hold on. Hold on. So then, the original Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone, right. which completely ruined Judge Dredd. Right. So that came out in '95, where he like with Rob Schneider, where he took off his helmet, and it's like, no, 
Dredd never takes off his helmet. Yeah, just They've, all sorts of bad. It was a bad movie. Yeah. Was, yeah. Okay. Wearing the skin of Dredd. Yeah. Show. So, so far, like, people love Tank Girl. Time Cop's one of those, like, so bad it's good movies. Mm-hmm. Then you get Barbed Wire. Wait, wait, Barbed Wire as in the Pamela Anderson remake? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know what this movie is? This is the second time this week this movie has come up in my life. Do you wow. know what this is? No. Okay, don't read anymore. Stop. Bring your eyes over here. Bar- hold on, hold on. The plot? No, don't read that. <laughs> the film is least loosely based on the plot of Casablanca. Yeah, that's what I was about to t- Okay, so Barbed Wire is a neo-noir film starring Pamela Anderson in which she uh, takes up... Uh, espionage no she put pl- i mean it's it's not loosely based on casablanca it's the plot of casablanca but they just tweak it but, how they see fit but pamela anderson is the lead wow yeah it opens up with like a two minute like strip sync <laughs> like not even kidding after this watch the pamela anderson intro of barbara i think i'm okay i don't need to see that yeah i've had two conversations i think this week about this movie. how did it come up before uh it's on it's currently playing on hbo now oh, and okay. i was eating enchiladas with my girlfriend and her roommate tj and, and they saw it on there and it like, was oh on my there God. and tj knew what it was and taylor was like well that's barbed wire why is pamela anderson and we we're like oh my god <laughs> taylor let me wow. describe to you in great detail i might need to skim through this to it's, see yeah it's one of those things you can like flip through really quickly you don't have to watch yeah. uh there's like one sequence. It's like what I did with Fast and the Furious. Yeah, you could do that, but even faster. You could do the Tokyo Drift, me- Drift <laughs> Method. That's why I watched Troy recently. I watched Troy at two times speed. <laughs> Still watchable. Oh, I can imagine. That actually sounds pretty good. Okay, the next. This is where I think it starts becoming good. You got mm-hmm. Spawn in 96. Or 97. Uh, I know, I've seen parts of Spawn. I've seen I think, Spawn. I think, the, I think the main problem is that the technology isn't caught up for that movie. Uh, I think graphic technology is not caught up for that movie. I mean, yeah, that movie was ambitious. I think they pulled it off. Uh, but again, I haven't seen since I was like a kid. Yeah. I should not yeah. have been seen. <laughs> it's a very dark movie. Oh, it is. But the character of Spawn is actually very Super interesting. Dope. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's a guy, he doesn't, you know, he ends up getting like semi sent to hell. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like Ghost Rider, except yeah. way more brutal. Yeah, exactly. Imagine like, but you know, he dies. Like the black metal version of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Ghost Rider is Metallica. Um, Spawn is like. What's that? What's that? You know that crazy band where Uh, like they have like images of actual murder scenes on their covers? God. I was just going to go like Guar. Not even Guar. Like there's some, like just look up like crazy Norwegian black metal. Or or how about, um. Uh, no, I know. Uh, it's just black metal. Uh, Cannibal Corpse? Do they do no. I Come Blood? Who does I Come Blood? Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, my God. I think it's Cannibal Corpse. Oh, probably. We'll go with Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Who are fun? Who, who, do you know they're in a movie? No. It's Ventura. Oh. When he goes to that metal show in the that's basement, Cannibal that's Corpse. Cannibal Corpse. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I think that's one of the greatest things of all time. All right. Moving on. Down the list. So Spawn's good. And then one of my favorites, Blade. Uh yeah, the Blade trilogy is great. Blade is great. So then uh, you got yeah, Blade and Blade needs the R. Yeah, Blade definitely needs the R. If you tried to tone down that movie, it wouldn't work. It's about a vampire, a guy who's like half vampire, mm-hmm. and he has been able to tame himself. So like he gets oh, blood yeah. injections. So he's actually out there hunting other vampires. Blade in, like, is a, a really seedy, brutal comic book series. in a seedy underworld. If you tried to make that 
PG thirteen, you'd be you'd be castrating it. Yeah, you would be ripping so much of it out. And part of the v- imagery of Blade is the craziness of the vampires. Oh yeah, because they're. Br- I mean, like there's even there's a cover in Civil War uh, arc where Wolverine goes to recruit Blade, and the cover of the Blade issue is Blade's face with Wolverine's claws going through his head. <laughs> and it's like they're in his jaw and like they come out of the top of his skull and like that is the cover of the blade issue like it's a brutal comic book series. yeah like blade is blade's great and that's definitely a movie you cannot you have to make it and honestly it turned out to be one of the much better comic book movies especially for 97 or yeah 98 yeah and then they made two more they made two more blade two and blade trilogy right which is the first introduction of ryan reynolds into the marvel universe uh blade trilogy right yeah so he is which I think Blade Two is the best as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of Blade Two. Not a huge fan of Blade Three. No Blade Three, but I mean, it's it's yeah, it's watchable. Oh, it's watchable. And if you like the first two, go watch the third one. It's not going to take anything away from it. It's just no, like not more Blade and Ryan Reynolds shows up as uh, Hannibal King. Yeah. Um, and actually, I thought played a really good Hannibal King, and I think led himself really, really well into getting Deadpool cool. from that for sure. Um, if you for watch sure. that performance and watch that movie, I think casting him as Deadpool immediately after that should have happened. Um, and that's why it, it's phenomenal. It took so long for him to get that role. And then he got it in the Fox version uh, because Fox had the rights to well, it. Well, Deadpool was never on screen at that point. Right, exactly. By the time that it was, Fox had the rights to it, and so Fox got to do it. But but technically, technically, in Marvel movies, Ryan Reynolds is three characters. Okay, but this is... So technically, Blade came out under New Line. Yeah, but Which it's still, is, it's still a Marvel a, Comics movie. If yeah, you, yeah, but, but you got to think Comics. about the difference of the universe because Chris Evans has been in Fox Marvel movies and Marvel Marvel movies. When was he in a Fox Marvel movie? Johnny, Johnny Storm. Oh, you're right. He's in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that's hilarious when they do that. Yeah. But like Ryan Reynolds is in... He's, he's Wade Wilson and then X-24. Or excuse me, then Project X. Or Weapon X. Weapon, when was he Weapon X? He was Weapon X in Origins. No, but they no, he was still Wade Wilson. No, no, no. no. no he, he goes was. from Wade Wilson to being Weapon X. They start calling him Weapon X, and like he's a new identity technically. Gotcha. So he goes from Wade Wilson to Weapon X, and to me, then they trash that that's that storyline, and that history gets rewritten because that happens in the seventies, and the, yeah. they get rewritten from like the late sixties, and so none of that happens to Wade Wilson. And then Deadpool becomes Deadpool instead. Or Wade Wilson becomes Deadpool instead. I love it. See, yeah. to me, it was always just, oh, they're just retconning Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of look at it that way. Like, we want to do a Deadpool movie, so we have to do Days of Future Past first. <laughs> Moving on. Blade's great. Blade, all, all three trilogy. Yeah, all great. But And that's the thing. The visuals on them alone make them art because they're crazy horror. You know, it's like... It's like a horror yeah. comic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially... It's an action uh, horror. Is it the second one where they have the, yeah, the, the face crazy that vampires? Opened. Yeah, the yeah. faces are opening. Because like Guillermo del Toro. Out. Yeah. He's, dude, vision, visually, he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he got the visuals of Pacific Rim down. He just forgot to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Different podcast. Uh, so, yeah. It will so be in then, every podcast. <laughs> I know. It really my will. hatred for Guillermo del Toro and, and my will love will be mentioned in every podcast. And I podcast. love him so much. So then you got Virus after Blade, Blade 2 after that. Um, I don't know Virus. Neither do I. Um, it's Dark Horse comics, so that makes, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, for sure. Dark Horse has the wiggle room because they are Dark Horse. Yeah, so I mean, some of these come from 
you'll hear Dark Dark Horse, Vertigo, Image, and uh, what's Marvel's like beeline? They don't have one. I don't think they have a beeline. No, they don't. It's not like DC Vertigo. No. So those like any pretty much anything that's not Marvel or directly DC is gonna it has the ability to just do whatever they want. Right. So then you have a two thousand two movie starring Tom Hanks called Road to Perdition. Sure. Which is about a father who's a hitman bringing his son on a journey and uh, you know, along the way has to do it. I mean they changed some of it. I've read the comic. It's a good comic, sounds, but they uh, I mean they changed pretty loose. Yeah, I mean they I mean the whole hitman storyline is still there and you okay. know, like that's all real. I mean they just changed some they just changed like a little bit of like the kid, like right. where he ends up going. They and used stuff. the title and they moved on and made this movie they want to make. Uh, it's similar. Okay, it's like I'd say it's like seventy five. Right. What's next there? But the Road to Prediction is actually a really good movie. Okay, actually a fantastic movie, and I really enjoyed the comic book. So definitely go see both of those. Does it need to be R? What needs? To yeah. Be? Oh yeah. I okay. mean, it's got violence. I mean, it's that type of R, like. It's not like gory and F-bomb R. It's like mm. the type of R that you get for like a Gangs of New York. Right. You know, okay. like you take Gangs of New York and try to make that PG-13. No go. Yeah, you strip the movie. You, exactly. You can't do the first sequence. Exactly. Which is a great sequence. Or even the sequence. You got to basically cut Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. I mean, his, him on screen. Yeah. R. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he is terrifying. Exactly. So it's like that type of R. Mm-hmm. Then you got Time Cop 2, The Berlin Decision in 2003. Uh, wow, that came moving out. Moving on. <laughs> Literally took... <laughs> Ten years to make. Uh, yeah, nine Time years. Cop is slow moving. <laughs> he doesn't see time like the rest of us. <laughs> he does it when he wants to. Uh, then you get the remake of The Punisher in 2004. I love that one. I have actually not seen any of The Punisher movies. <gasps> I know. The 2004 uh, version of Punisher is so good. That's the Thomas Jane one, right? So good. Yeah. Have and then they, his short where they yeah. the bottle of Jack Daniels and he's beating people up with it. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Dirty laundry. My dad, when I was a kid, he and I watched that movie together. I liked comics. I liked The Punisher. I was playing The Punisher game on Xbox at the time, which okay. is incredibly brutal. Uh, that's an M. I think it might be an AO. Really? That might have been released as an AO and then got turned down yeah. to them. Um, but that's a brutal game. And then That's when Tipper Gore was after everything. Yeah, and so we were watching this, and my dad at one point in the movie was like, for a guy named The Punisher, he's getting punished a lot. Because <laughs> like, The Punisher is spending most of the movie getting the shit kicked out of him. Um, which is kind of half the charm of the movie is like the Punisher's like spends most of this movie on his back bleeding. Like the Russian comes yeah. and like it's not a campy sequence. Like the Russian shows up and beats the ever living crap out of out of Frank Castle. Yeah. And like destroys their apartment and like grenades are going off in this apartment and Frank Castle's like using bathtubs as defense and then like mm-hmm. the and then the Russian just like picks him up and like smashes him through a wall at some points and like it's fucking brutal. And like He's pretty much Marvel's version of Rambo. Yeah, except in this, it's all about Frank Castle getting kicked in the teeth for two hours, and then a twenty-minute sequence at the end where he goes Just and kills s- yeah, and becomes the the Punisher outright. Yeah. There's actually a really cool. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I know Joseph Wan is like a producer on him, but there's this mm-hmm. guy who directs him. He goes and makes little shorts based off, like R-rated shorts based. And did off, he make Dirty uh, Laundry? He made Dirty Laundry. He made the. Um, the Venom one. I don't think I've seen the Venom one. You haven't seen the Venom one? And he did that like gritty Power Rangers one with James uh, Vanderbeek. Yeah, yeah. He did that. Look up the Venom one. It's a, it's a take off of um, 
Man Bites Dog, that French, oh, okay. that French yeah, yeah. like found footage style, like mm-hmm. fa- mockumentary one where they're like following the serial killer or whatever. Right. And so it's like a takeoff like that. So these guys start following around Eddie Brock mm. and they're like noticing all this venom stuff kind of keeps popping up around them. And it's is actually it played by Tiffer Grace. No, it is not. No. The guy who does it's actually, I mean, he's not like super beefy, but it gets the personality way, but like really? crazy Eddie Brock, like, Hey, what's okay. going on? I'm Eddie Brock, you know? Like, cool. But not yeah. Flash Thompson. No. Flash Thompson is my favorite Venom. Yeah, but I mean, this is like bad Venom. Right. I got you. All right, so you got the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Daredevil's director's cut was apparently all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Doesn't have to be. No. Not a good movie. That movie. Blade Trinity definitely does. <laughs> Constantine. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves film, Constantine, um, which is a Vertigo character. He's part of the Justice League Dark. Okay. He's a British man okay. who smokes cigarettes. Uh, Constantine and, uh, is not bad. Constantine's not a bad movie. No, it's not at all. It's perfectly fine. That it's one, not good. That one toes the line between R and... Uh, uh, I don't think you can do that movie with a PG-13 13. just because of, of how much the time they spend in hell and like how yes. much hellish imagery they have, especially mm-hmm. in the Judeo-Christian religion world that we live in. I don't mm-hmm. think you can get away with... Yeah, I mean, it's pretty bold. I mean, with all the demons and everything that he has to end up fighting and stuff. Mm -hmm. So Constantine is essentially like he's this guy who was given this gift he didn't want to like be able to fight demons. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty much like an anti-hero fighting demons. And it's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. No, it's 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 like it's better than Max Payne. It's better than Max Payne. It's better than which I feel like they came out better than Elektra. Yeah. So if you're going to go see a mid 2000s superhero movie, go yeah. see Constantine. Yeah, check out Constantine. It's got Keanu Reeves, everyone's favorite fucking action hero. All of a sudden, he's always been good though. Yeah. All right, different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so many ideas. John Wick Two is just not good. I know. Okay, so after that same year, just a couple months later, you got Sin City. Mm, Sin City, fantastic. I love that movie. And the comics are great too. Like, and that is that is also a comic book. Has to be R. It was. It uh, is such. It is such a dirty, gritty comic. Mm -hmm. Just, it's all about the underbelly. So, I mean, underbelly underbelly of a you know corrupt city. I mean, it's called Sin City for a reason. You know, yeah. It's all about. It's like imagine Detroit. Just imagine Detroit. <laughs> and, and a movie based about it. And a movie where they don't call it Detroit. Right. I mean, Sin City is I one mean, of those the, movies that doesn't work as a PG-13 movie, but also, like, does it take full advantage of the R? Totally. I mean, I think it... I mean, it's got nudity. I can't it's even remember nudity, the nudity. It's got nudity. It's got violence. I don't remember the nudity, to be honest. Oh, um, well, because Jessica Alba's character... There's there's a scene in a strip club because some of the characters are strippers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what's really cool about that one? And that one, what I mean, artistically, both the comic and the movie mm-hmm. did it very stylish. Black, black, black background with you know characters in white and kind of outlined, mm-hmm. and it's and there's only a couple things that ever show up in color. Yeah. And it's very, very stylistic, but it still gets all the grittiness across. They did a follow up to, right? Um, Octopus? A Dame to Kill. A Dame to Could Kill for? No, no, no. What's, yeah, is that the one with uh, Samuel Jackson plays. Oh, no, 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 What's no. That? You're talking about the spirit. The spirit? Where he plays Doctor. Or he plays Mr. Octopus, something like that? Yeah, that's. I believe that's the that's spirit. That's in the same style. 
Well, that's because that's how the comic was. Right. The comic was also like that, but that movie was hot garbage. Oh, super hot garbage. That was not the same. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's the spirit. I remember seeing that with my dad. I was so disappointed. Yeah, I just have this great image of like, it's very Hitler-esque, the image of Samuel L. Jackson from that movie with like the almost yeah. Hydra-esque background. Yeah, there's the... Is that Was that in the same Cineverse? Yeah, uh, same creator. Okay, so it's still... Well, it's still Snyder. No, that's Frank Excuse Miller. Me, yeah, Frank Miller. So, I mean, well, he... This was his directorial debut. Right. But he... This was a... This has been an old comic forever. Mm-hmm. That's why he looks like a 1940s superhero where he's got... Right. You know, he looks like the Green Hornet because that's when he was created. So, Sam Raimi actually has said he's had an idea for this that's a lot better. Which well, I'd be interested to see. Yeah, sure, Sam. Yeah, but I mean, like that one. You made a good, good movies. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, Sin City is fantastic. So far, um, the good Spider-Man director we've ever had. Yeah, seriously. So you really, I really suggest seeing Sin City. I mean, if you don't like just dirty, gritty, then you probably won't Speaking like it. Speaking of Spider-Man for a moment, can we let Brian Michael Bendis write a Spider-Man movie? Oh God, please. Why? Why isn't Marvel once? Just taking their own writers to do just it. Just been like, hey, you know that guy who makes really good Spider-Man stories? All the famous ones, basically. Are his? Over the last 10, 15 years? Yeah. You, you know that guy? Yeah. What about that guy? He works for us. <laughs> what? <laughs> do you have his number? Dude, I have his extension. Right, I have a speed dial I for him. I can take you to his cubicle. <laughs> like, we can go. He doesn't have a cubicle. I know. He works I, from home. <laughs> we, can, we can go to. We can have a meeting with him. We can schedule to. He has to meet with us. We, we can go to his him. house. Like, let's just get him to make the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but. Mark uh, Webb, bro. 500 yeah. Days of Summer doing Spider-Man. That guy did, like, yeah, he did music videos and 500 Days of Summer. You know. So then we're going to take the guy who did 500 Days of Summer I'm and give him two Spider-Man? Spider-Man movies like <laughs> with Andrew arguably Garfield. Arguably one of the largest products that we've ever made for, like, comic books, and we're just going to hand it over to this guy who makes music videos because fuck it. And he worked with Joseph Gordon-Levitt once. <laughs> but he can get Jamie Foxx. It's like, dude, just Brian Michael Bendis works for you. Just ask him to make you a movie. Yeah. He'll do it. Dude. Maybe. I don't know. You could probably write a pretty good story and then just adapt it to a screenplay. Yeah. Just do Spider Island. Just do Spider Island. God damn it. Oh, Spider Island's great. Just and that's a Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Like just do Spider Island. Spider Island for everyone that doesn't know, uh everyone in New York ends up getting Spider Man powers. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's crazy. And Captain America plays a tarantula. Like <laughs> yeah. and there's like this crazy like mom like mother yeah. spider in the church. Spider somewhere. Island. It's got Brian Michael Bendis. Get the guy who's the guys who did uh, eight legged freaks and just throw them in a room or with big Brian ass Michael spiders Bendis, or big ass spiders. Throw them all in a room with Brian Michael Bendis and just let them make hash magic the and make movie magic. Let's do it. Marvel. Marvel. Call me. All right. So then you got Hit man, us up on Facebook man thing. Which I never saw. Yeah. Draw it a blank. Yeah. Man thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, then another one that a lot of people I don't even it's a David Cronenberg movie too. Mm, one body of, horror. One of Cronenberg's less crazy movies. Ooh, maybe not body horror. You haven't seen it? You never seen this? I don't know. You, you I can't read from Oh. Uh the next one is a history a history of violence. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So history of violence is like a really cool just small time yeah, no, character. Comic book movie. Yeah, that's a comic book movie and apparently directed by David Cronenberg. I did not know that. Hmm. Yeah. Look at us learning stuff. I know. Learning all this. Is the next one 300? Yeah, hold on. I want to talk about this. <laughs> um, it's actually really good. And this is this shows like this and Road Perdition show you. I mean, you even got 
I think there's a couple other here. I'm not sure if they bring it up. No, they don't bring it up, but there's a couple other ones on here I want to bring up because this is all like superhero ones. They don't have all the based off comics. You also have movies like American. This is like falls in the category. I mean, this is a violent movie. It's about a guy goes in the secret service and disappears mm-hmm. from the mafia, starts a life. His family have no idea. And then the mob come mafia comes back to try to get him. And he has to revert back to mafia mode and his family has no idea. And calamity ensues. Yep. Pretty much. It's a very good movie though. And they, I just gave David the, the comic. Yeah. It's sitting right here next to me. Yeah. And I'm, it's very good as well. But this is, then you got movies like American Splendor. You got movies mm-hmm. like Ghost World. Um, Haven't seen either of those either. I've seen bits and pieces of both, but I mean, they're literally just character pieces of like people talking and walking around. Like that's the thing. Right. Comic books are not just superheroes and action and stuff. I've read, there's so many comics. Like I have one about a, a dad just dealing with the loss of his son. Yeah. It's like no words. It's almost like no words. And like, it's about a dad just trying to mm-hmm. save his son from being taken from Derek. these, like in from like this impending doom type thing. Is it like knowing? No, not so, like, like, so pretty much it's called three shadows and there's these three shadows who keep whoever since the birth of his son are showing up and they he knows like he's been told like they're trying to take your son. So it's just him like trying to run away and then having okay. to deal with eventually having to give up his son. Right. It sounds intense. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's just like a super small character piece and it was written by some uh, French lady and just like it's super good. So, I mean, there's plenty of movies like that out mm-hmm. there. So I don't know why they didn't include some of those on here. Yeah, American Splendor. So, I mean, the R-rated, and, you know, those are movies that are R-rated because, I mean, obviously more just language, but they deal with adult things. Like, right. They're, they're, talk they're about movies the, for adults. Exactly. And there are plenty of comics. And they're marketed there. that way. Exactly. And there's plenty of comics out there for adults. So then, after that, this, so this is where, so Blade and Sin City really jump the, uh, into the, the proverbial head. shark. No, not jump the <laughs> shark. But jump the culture into comic books. Yeah, they push the envelope far enough to make it a thing. Which is where we now get uh, three hundred. Mm-hmm. Three hundred based off a lot of these. A lot of these are like Alan Moore slash uh, Frank Miller movies. Right. Well, <laughs> you know? naturally, just because yeah. their writing style. Yeah, their writing style is very gritty and they're very popular. So and they're they, taking and known they stories, adult stories. Yeah, they storylines. do. So then you get 300, which, you know, everyone loves. I don't know anyone who didn't like 300. Uh, yeah, I mean, 300 is one of those movies that, like, it just seems to have, like, been visually striking and kind of cool and edited really well. Did you know that there's a whole, like, probably half an hour cut out of that movie? Really? Yeah. Huh. Again, I've... That's good, is, though. I've got oh, a friend. Someone, <laughs> someone actually tamed Zack Snyder? <laughs> uh, so actually, um, that storyline uh, about what's going on in Greece or in uh, back at in Sparta is actually way more fleshed out in the huh. original version of it. It is in the comic books. Yeah. Um, it's much more political in the comic books and in the I original, don't think it needed it though. Uh, maybe not. I mean, the movie certainly didn't. The movie was like another half an hour long and it was, it dealt with stuff like that. It dealt with more stuff of what, uh, the political turnover, the political everything. turnover that happened back in Sparta, but which which isn't really important to the movie, though. Uh, I mean, you see it, and it like sets it's up stuff obviously for his wife. Obviously, you can cut it all out 
and still have a really good movie. Yeah, I mean, because like you get like, oh, there's this guy who's trying to overthrow and right. Like, I want, think that know, really, wants the king to die so that way he can try to take over and right. And and you might have something a little bit more like Troy, which is pretty heavily political and then kind of has some combat in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy's like three hours long. Yeah, it's a long like movie. three fights in it. Well, I mean, that's dumb. what happens when you try to do the Iliad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like. You could cut a lot of of Troy, and you you did cut a lot of Three Hundred, and still worked, still a yeah. good movie. Great, but um, I mean, imagine trying to tame down that movie to PG thirteen. Yeah, tame it down to Three Hundred, and you lose the visual style. I mean, the mm-hmm. the name you is written in all blood. The, yeah, you lose you know? all the action. You lose half the storylines. I mean, you lose like everything about like the Persians. Yeah, it would be like doing like the their, Watchmen in PG thirteen. Exactly, it would just like it's coming up here. Yeah, Watchmen's coming up real quick. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, trying to try to imagine that movie as a PG thirteen, where like you want to show the just outrageous culture of the Persians in that movie, you can't do it at a PG thirteen. Well, the outrageous culture of the comic book Persians. Yeah, that I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about the Persians in, in the movie. that movie. Yeah, not okay. not say, as a culture. Real racist. <laughs> Those freaking Persians. <laughs> this so. is so in the field. <laughs> What what's going on? Where what, who replaced Matt? Where's why's that hood there? <laughs> this man's so racist. Uh, so next you get V for Vendetta, which I mean has spawned like political movements. Oh yeah, oh the you know, stupidest. I know. Stupid. God, who pointed it out the other day? Um, someone made a joke about oh yeah, there's this whole like anonymous anarchy movement where everyone's like, yeah man, put on your your guy, guy Fox mask and you know screw the government. And unfortunately, every time we buy one of these Guy Fox's Max, we're just sending money to WB and just heightening one of their properties. It's just we're feeding right back into the capitalism thing. But like, don't worry about that because we're anarchists. We're going to yeah. stand on corners with signs. It's like anti <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dude, like, fuck. Just, it's a good movie. Let it, fuck. Yeah. It's a Let very it good lie. movie. Let you know, lie, V for guys. Vendetta was one of those movies that came out, took everyone by surprise, mm-hmm. did very well. You, you know, know even. What? Hugo, Hugo Weaving? Weaving? Yeah. Directed he was great. Natalie Portman. Oh, the Wachowskis. The Wachowskis. Yeah. You got Natalie they Portman. They love him. They love them some uh, some uh, Hugo. I love me some Hugo. Yeah, and so do the Wachowskis. The yeah. Wachowskis love them some Hugo. Hey, everyone, every director's got that one actor they love working with. Yeah, no, absolutely. James and they, Cameron. They, brought, they brought him back for Cloud Atlas. They brought him yeah. into, uh, obviously, The Matrix. Yeah. And just kept I mean, using him. He, James Cameron used Bill Paxton. In they everything. forgot to put him in their critically acclaimed uh, first ever since the matrix uh written directed original screenplay which one uh you you haven't heard of of jupiter sending <laughs> oh jupiter <laughs> the wachowski's first original screenplay since the matrix wow that's terrible yeah everything between those movies what about uh, is not an original screenplay. what about um speed racer <laughs> Uh, not an original screenplay. Obviously. Is Hugo weaving in that? Uh, maybe, but it doesn't matter because I don't even count that as a yeah. movie. <laughs> so yeah, you get V for Vendetta, which is huge. It really breaks through the culture. Could like, be, like everything's could be not our. Uh, the violence, I guess, is in there. I mean, I guess I, it I can don't be violent know. in PG thirteen, though. It doesn't have to be in our. I guess that's true. That's like one of the few ones. Maybe just because of the blood, because V does slaughter some people pretty brutally. Yeah, but honestly, it seems like such it's an probably under- just some language stuff. Yeah. And to me, if you're going to do Alan Moore, you got to go R because Alan Moore is so dirty and gritty and he won't let anything be made unless it's very true to what they're doing. Right, yeah. And and look, the Wachowskis, let them do whatever they want to do, yeah. I guess. They make fine movies sometimes. <laughs> they're hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, so after that, you got 30 Days of Night. When That one kind of went under the radar. 30 Days of Night was bad. 
You've never I seen know. Thirty Days of Night. I've seen it like once a while ago. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's just like how do you make a how do you make okay? Here's the premise, man. Let me let me pitch this movie. It's about <laughs> this Alaskan town, and you know, how like in in like the northern, like very very north, how like sometimes you just have like a long period of night, right? Yeah, and then dude, we, we just dude, throw vampires dude, into yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna do this action movie where vampires show up in town and they run shit. It's assault. They have thirty days. It's assault on precinct thirteen. Yeah, but with vampires but with in vampires Alaska. Vampires in Alaska and it takes thirty days to complete. Yeah. All right. Doesn't well, that sound awesome, Matt? It does. Doesn't it sound awesome? Okay, so it's there's not. there's it's a really lot of bad. stuff. There's still we're only like halfway through this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go quicker through this thing now. So then you got Wanted right after that. Wanted was huge. Uh, yeah, I mean, it got the meme, the meme lords going. Yeah. Curve the bullet. And it was Jolie. You put Angelina Jolie in a movie, and then all of a sudden, who's who's this kid? This, oh, I uh, know, right? Who's this young guy? All of a sudden, he's going to be in everything. James McAvoy turns out to be great. Yeah. It's funny how many comic book movies he's been in. Oh, yeah, he's been in a ton. Yeah. So Wanted, huge. Punisher Warzone. No. Hold on. Wanted doesn't need the R. For the blood, probably. But yeah, you, you most could, of it's just the language. But you can pull the blood, you can pull the language, you can make that a PG-13 movie. What they did do, if you go back, Wanted's an interesting takeoff. Because have you ever read the original comic? No. It's insane. And so they calmed it down for the movie? A ton. Huge. So the whole point of the other one is that villains have actually, of the comic is that villains have overtaken the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they now run all the political systems. And he even like based like straight up based the main character Angelina Jolie's and James McAvoy's characters uh, characters off Eminem and Halle Berry wow. like exactly like them. So pretty much, there's a group of supervillains who are kind of tired of Wait, all. So this they cast su- a white woman as a black woman. Yeah. Whatever. No, I, it's because have I you know, seen I, this current thing about Asian Americans? There's like three huge movies that are coming out that are all starring white people playing Asian people. Oh. Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Matt, Matt Damon, Damon and Wall. Great Wall and then some other bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really yeah. care. I don't it's like, like all this social justice anymore. running around. Just yeah. side topic, but not really. But this podcast is about carrying on my wayward son. What's the next one? Uh, So yeah, but wanted. So there's a guy. He's literally made out of feces. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. There's a, so like there's a monster. He's named like shithead. Like he's in uh, made out Dogma. Of, Kinda. There's a shit demon in Dogma. Yeah, like yeah, but like this guy is completely made out of feces, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of super villains just going, and they are allowed to like they literally flash this like little badge they have, mm-hmm. and they can get away with literally anything. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, because they rule the world. So that's wanted is a huge variation off mm-hmm. of that. So I mean, the comic deserves an R, right? But the, yeah, the movie you take out all the cursing, you're probably fine. Yeah, and turn down some of the blood. Yeah. Punisher Warzone, whatever. Watchmen. Watchmen would not have the same gravitas, I think. Punisher Warzone was 2008? Yeah. Was that the one with, uh, what's his face? Uh, the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the redo of it? Yeah. God, that was a bad one. Yeah. Uh, it's know. a Punisher movie, gets the pass. Watchmen, it's an R-rated comic, like, it has to be an R-rated Yeah, movie. I mean, there's so much adult themes in yeah. there, like, I mean, yeah, there's, like, a, there's one sex scene unnecessary in the movie yeah which one the one where they're uh in slow-mo in the owl's ship oh 
Uh, I mean, unnecessary. I think unnecessarily it, long. Unnecessarily long, maybe. Yeah, and maybe you could have done more to imply it as opposed to actually show it. Yeah, but you're already so deep into the R just because Mister Manhattan. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan. I mean, I mean, he's a giant man who's blue and naked. Yeah, like, so you have that running around. Then you also have in the director's cut. You also have uh, the animated movie that's happening at the same time oh the black ship the black ship the black ship is this comic that uh Happens, one of the little right. kids reading is through yeah that's a movie that deals with some very intense like post yeah, you know cut. 1980s political stuff yeah and the director's cut director's cut has my favorite scene in that movie which one the one where uh the knotheads go and kill the original night uh, owl yeah dude that's it and the such movie, a good movie it's such a good cut scene. out in the, yeah i don't know why the they theatrical. cut it out it's so good. Oh yeah, absolutely. So he starts like punching these guys, and he's having flashbacks in black and white to him as the as uh-huh. a superhero in his young age. It's really and he's, well like slow mo punching these guys, and, and he's kind like of keeping visualizing all them, mm-hmm. and they're just doing it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, just hard cut to them just bashing them over the mm-hmm. head and just murdering them. Yeah, because he's too old. There's a lot in that movie, like but everything, everything to do with Rorschach. You know, That's like the, that whole prison yeah, scene you can't getting, get away you with. Can't, you can't have him be a bloodstain at the end of a Rorschach mix without the R. Or, like he's a exactly. bloodstain at the end of that movie. Yeah, exactly. So that definitely has to have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler right. alert for all these movies, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, you probably should have figured that out yeah. by now. <laughs> Kick ass after that. Uh, yeah. Kick now ass. here's here's where it gets interesting, right? Because obviously we, we talked about this before uh, the podcast. Kick ass 2 is a real bad movie. Kick-Ass 1 and 2 were, or maybe... Just one is great. One is, yeah, one's a good movie. It's fun. It's an interesting movie. It definitely deserves the R. Keep the R. I don't think there's a really a lot of reason to remove the R. No, I mean, it's... You could definitely do it, but, like, the whole point of the it movie... It is your R-rated Spider-Man. Well, yeah, I mean, but the whole reason why you're doing Kick-Ass the way it is and the way it's an R, it's because it's this kid thinks he can be a superhero, and the story is about how fucking wrong he is yeah like that's super not and like you can't do that in a pd-13 world no but you can do that in our world where like the consequences are like he his father gets fucking murdered and shit and like shit goes down for him people getting set on fire like yeah like people he loves getting murdered and like yeah and the, and the movie's supposed to be about like they don't have superpowers they're just like regular people and like the evil people are regular people but they're regular evil people, people. they're not gonna like fucking like block out the sun they're gonna set the dude on fire they're just gonna burn the world to down. die in front of his daughter like like that's the reality of the situation yeah. and so yeah i mean like you can't you can't make that a pg-13 movie and have it be effective not at all and to have it as good as it was and what's crazy is like what's crazy about that movie you know there's always that idea in superheroes if there were no superheroes would there be supervillains uh, that yeah. movie proves superheroes create supervillains uh, oh, yeah. I mean, well, in conjunction with number two, but in the first one, it's a superhero or a real hero's job is to fight real villains. And there is a real villain in that world. Um, I'm going to bring up Kick-Ass 2's. We're going to do these together. Kick-Ass 2's okay. uh, uh, poster because I'm I'm really telling you they marketed this towards a younger audience. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so I think, I think the first one is definitely marketed towards kids. But look at just look at the, the look at all those posters yeah i get it like it's all it's very, very colorful and colorful and like fun looking i think even the trailers are a little but bit with too the name like looking. kick ass i think you kind of know that it's not towards i think oh, the yeah. name alone I mean, gives it away you're you're throwing it towards like not like 10 year olds but like 
13, 14. 14. Yeah, and you're marketing it towards kids. I get it. Um, And here is, (laughs) sorry, here is uh, the original Kick-Ass poster. So still a lot of color, but toned down. Not it's not hyper anything. It's just yeah. it's got some color to it. It's just their um, face on black background. Yeah, I mean here's here's one of the first. Yeah, posters. that's the one I was talking yeah, about. See, that like, doesn't it's look got, like drip paint, and it looks brutal, and it yeah. looks rough, and it's got you know, it's like Sin City with color. Yeah, and like this, like I definitely think that like the first one was marketed appropriately. I think the second one was marketed as a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, and that's wrong because that. Second movie's first off fucking awful, which we can do another entire podcast on. It's um, our brief thing about it. We both agree on this. It changes tones yeah, so rapidly. It's, so, it's a deaf movie. It doesn't understand what it's doing. It, it goes from campy to serious back to campy within so to, like, ser- yeah. to like super somber death stuff in a matter of like 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it gave me whiplash. I remember <laughs> watching and just being like, oh my God, I feel like this way. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like watching like the death of a character, and then like three minutes later, like I'm watching a campy murder scene, and I'm just like ah. watching like you're watching like sixty six Batman on steroids. Yeah, I'm just like you're conflicting my emotions. Yeah. Like that's not the point of the movie. If that was the point of the movie, like we're gonna juxtapose some really violent things towards you, and you're gonna have to shift and change gears quickly to keep up with this movie. Sure, make that movie. I'll that go watch it. Not the point of that film. But yeah, that movie's a fucking comic book movie. That's about again. Things are getting out of control because mm-hmm. these are kids making fucking huge mistakes with their lives. Yeah. They're taking too many liberties into their own hands and like it's gotten way. I mean, the movie's about it's getting out of control. Yeah. The it, super villains are becoming way too powerful. Yeah. And they're like way too hyper violent. Like, yeah. like people are getting murdered in suburbs now. You're setting people up. Like the first one, it's like Mark Strong is like an evil dude who sets a guy on fire because he's fucking with his business. It's like, yeah evil empire stuff cool the second one it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. what do you mean there's a hundred super villains and there's a 200 you know characters yeah. in this movie like like they're recruiting each other for a war yeah it's like a war breaks out because people want to play comic book yeah and it's like that's what that movie's about it's like, okay i it's, it's insane yeah. it's absolutely insane so then the next few we'll run through real quick so yeah kick ass kick ass obviously deserves a hard r dread i think dread stylistically got an r but i don't think it needed the r you could do it pg-13 do it a little bit uh calm just it down. show a yeah. little less blood calm down the blood calm down the language a little bit uh, there's no reason to make dread ever curse there's just no real reason to make anyone else ever really curse keep all the drug stuff in because yeah. the drug stuff you can just make really colorful and bright the way yeah, it is in the, the way, movie yeah that's the thing you literally take out the cursing and I think that's it. And uh, you take I mean, out you some take of the out, blood. Like, you take out a lot of the gore because there's also like that opening sequence where the she gets tossed off or that dude gets tossed oh, off yeah, the balcony. Oh, yeah, they just show him splat. And they show him splat. It's so, like cut after that. Don't show the splat. And then when Dread gets there, show it from a low angle where we don't have to actually see the ground and like have yeah. let us see it through everyone's reactions. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, can, you, can, you can cut around stuff to make it a little mm-hmm. bit more PG-13. Does it serve the story anything to be PG-13? I don't think so. I don't think any kids are going to want to watch that movie anyway. No, I think that, it's was, that was that yeah. was movie. So yeah, while it's possible to cut it down to a PG thirteen, no real reason to. No, definitely to. no real reason. But you can, and it, I don't think it loses anything. And I think that's, yeah, I that's mean, and I that's the, the argument. The pitch we just gave, I think, yeah. is is enough to make exactly. it PG thirteen and still good. Like yeah. it probably would still carry. Yeah. So after that, you got Second Sin City. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm going to skip a couple. So then we got King. Okay. So the last. So it doesn't count. 
first animated R-rated Killing movie joke. after DC, The Killing Should Joke. Should have made it a movie. Leave it as a comic strip. I know. It, it's not a good movie. Um, And then we got Logan. So the last few we'll talk about Logan, Deadpool, and Kingsman. So Kingsman we'll deal with first. So Kingsman was actually written by the same guy, uh, comic book-wise, who, who created Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's coming from. So it's going to be the same super gritty. You can't do that in anything less than an R because of how gritty. I mean, you take out all the language, sure, but the violence alone, which is kind of in like all the, you know, that's kind of what it's about. Yeah. I mean, they, well, here's the thing. Here is the thing. Kingsman was definitely marketed as a PG-13. Yeah. And it definitely Kingsman's was. Kingsman's ending is very, very PG-13. Hard. Uh, uh, oh no 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 no! Mr. Were Matthew. people's heads exploding into confetti? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's but, a very PG thirteen move. But there's that thing where everyone starts murdering and attacking each other. Right. So that part is super R. Oh, you know, here's the thing though, because the whole point is like some the super. I don't think that's is, right. I don't think that's what gave them the R. I think what gave them the R is that church sequence. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, stuff that's like what I'm talking. That that's sure. where I'm saying everyone starts murdering and attacking each other is because this guy gets convinces all these people to buy implants for yeah, like I, cell phones. And then it he he like turns on like the rage virus from twenty eight days later. I, I sincerely think if you if we watched it right now and we did things like count the fucks, does anyone smoke? Like all, all the like the quintessential like uh, yeah. notes of an automatic R movie. Yeah, right? the second fuck is always an R movie. Yeah. Um, oh, they say the f word a lot in that movie. Well, I they do. Okay. Um. Do they need to? No, that's the thing. I don't think they need to. Right. I don't think. I mean, the they're trying to show like the. I mean, some of the the main people that do curse are the ones that are like the street guys. Yeah, and you can always camp those guys up. Like the movie's not about them. They're very background. Yeah. Like make them a little campy. Let, let them say heck or something. Yeah, you know? but I mean, when it comes from like the UK though, because Mark Millar is from over there, uh-huh. the cursing is very big in right. But that's not a that culture. So I think for him, it's true to his culture to have all that. Oh, absolutely. But you can you can cut that down to PG thirteen. Your yeah. ending is already PG thirteen. I have a strong belief. You take out that church scene. No, I have a strong belief that they wanted this to be a PG thirteen movie. I could see it. And they pitched they and like when they were talking about like well, making I mean, a PG thirteen movie. The way they kill Mark Hamill in the beginning is not PG thirteen. Well, I don't. I mean, again. Do they do they do everything in chronological order? Do they shoot in chronological order? Probably not. I think what happened is they made that like they were trying to get a PG thirteen. Never like you're never gonna get a PG thirteen. Think about the ending of your movie. Everyone's head explodes. Well, we can make that PG thirteen. So then they made that sequence PG thirteen, and then showed it around all the people who were saying you couldn't do this as a PG thirteen movie. And they were like, "See, it can be PG 13 And they're like, "Yeah, but the rest of the movie's gonna be an R." Sure. So they just like, "Okay, we'll just leave it as an R then." Yeah. And like I, because it's, it's, it'd, it'd be hard to tone down the rest of that movie because that violence is or, ultra violent. Or the the opposite argument is that it was an NC seventeen movie because of all the head explosions, <laughs> and so then they had to cut it <laughs> That's down. Very possible. To I haven't read the confetti. comics, so I wouldn't know about the actual. Yeah, movie. I don't know about the confetti. Like, is that, the confetti part of the comics? Because I mean, that's if it funny. Is. But if it is, dumb. It, it it's very Mark Millar style, though. Yeah, maybe, but like, does again, like, yeah. that would be really funky. It'd just bring this whole surreal feel yeah, to the whole thing. I get you. And like, I don't understand. They're doing a second Kingsman. Yeah. And that movie ends on a real surreal note about like, 
Yeah, they're going to put it in... He can now fuck this princess in the butt. Like, that's that's about to happen. That's that's right. That's an actual line. That's an actual line in the movie. That's not even implied. It's just like... It's straight up told uh, you. If you save the world, I'll let you put it in my right. butt. And then he comes back to her. <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is that's where this movie's ending. But then also, like, it ends on the confetti explosion. Yeah. Like, unless, like... And he like he like messes up all those dudes in the bar. Yeah, are we going to address those things? The fact that people are now confetti, or the <laughs> fact that this dude yeah. screwed a princess in the butt? Like yeah. those things that are really part those of are, the universe. Yeah. The confetti can't be. Like, you're not going to tell me. You're not going to go and like have a line in the second <laughs> movie. It's like, do you remember when everyone's head exploded, but it was all confetti? And they're like, that was weird. They're not well, going to have that line. I think there was still blood stains. I'm. I'm Let's look it up after this. I'm almost okay. entirely positive that it is completely confetti. Okay. And maybe like paint stains. Maybe like bright paint. Huh. Okay. So then you got... So the last two we'll talk about, Deadpool and Logan. Right. Deadpool famously broke that record for like an R-rated opener Yeah, we, we looked it up. It had like $135 million in its open weekend. Right. Something ridiculous. And it made a seven hundred and it made like almost eight hundred million. Yeah, worldwide, worldwide over its run. Yeah, um, which is insanity. Yeah, and Logan's sitting at what eighty right now? Eighty-five million. Eighty-five for million for its opening weekend. weekend. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, here's the thing: Those Deadpool are, has to be R. Yeah, Deadpool has to be R. Deadpool is an R-rated character. It's um, because of the comedy he presents. It's very yeah. outlandish, slapstick, like R-rated type comedy. Yeah, and like the comic book. Here's the thing: fans were so pissed off when Days of Future, or excuse me, when. Uh, when X-Men Origins Wolverine came out, um, which was also, fun fact, X-Men Origins Wolverine wasn't the only X-Men Origins movie they were going to oh, do. Oh, they were going to do a Magneto one. They were going to do a Magneto one, which is why they had X-Men Origins and then semicolon Wolverine, as opposed to just Wolverine and X-Men, X-Men Origins. Origins. Anyways, um, so when they Which ruined, they kind of took into, they took like that origin story of Magneto and just put it into the first part of Days of Future Past. Or, uh, X-Men. The uh, first X-Men. is First the, class. Right. That too. Yeah. Uh, but the first X Men movie opens up in World War Two Holocaust. Yeah, in yeah, a concentration exactly. They camp. told, yeah, they tell Magneto's story already. Yeah, I mean, it opens. It's the first thing we see when yeah. we watch X Men. Yeah, that's the that actually might be two. I think that might be X Men two. It's one of the first two yeah, for yeah. sure. But we open up in one of the movies. It might even be the third one. No, it's not it. the third one. But I think it's one of the first two. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Wade Wilson got all screwed up in X Men Origins Wolverine. Everyone oh, hated so it. They sewed his mouth shut when he's right. the guy who the, talks the, the most. The merc with the mouth got his mouth showed up, sewed up, and then like they gave him like all sorts of crazy extra powers because you got to ramp up the ending. You and know, they cut off his head and he's still blinking. And yeah, because like, it's like, and hey, look, true to the comics, like look. Deadpool would regrow that. Like, if you cut Deadpool's yeah. head off, which happens, that happens yeah. in the comic, the head gets chopped off and he regrows it. And, like, part of that drives the insanity of Deadpool. Like, mm-hmm. Deadpool is insane because he's adapted to the life he's living of yeah. this crazy life. And after having been just like a pretty regular dude, pretty regular guy. Yeah. And then got some gene therapy to help with his cancer. And it was actually Wolverine Powers. And now he's yeah, people trying to make true people trying to make super soldiers. That's a <laughs> right. common Again, thing. Everyone just trying to make every super single soldiers. Marvel story is just uh, we're got to make the best soldier. Government yeah. spending is going to make the next Hulk. Yeah, we'll make two Hulks, one good and one bad. And they'll fight in Canada, and one <laughs> will be a giant one-eyed monster. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we're going to build Iron Man, but we'll have one good one and one bad one, and they'll fight in Canada. <laughs> Actually, I think they fought on a set in that one, but they definitely fought in Canada in the Hulk. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool, you have to. Yeah, make Deadpool, leave it. Are it's very our there's, comic. There's so much about it that it, he is so outlandish that making a PG-13 would tame that down, and it's just not funny at that point. Yeah, and again, it's one of those things that like a 13 year olds even watching Deadpool or reading Deadpool comics. Mm-hmm. Like they remember they put like Deadpool into uh, one of the uh, one of the Spider-Man TV shows. Oh really? He shows up in a couple because I mean Deadpool is one of those guys that shows up in a lot of Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of Wolverine he just shows stuff. up in he shows up everywhere, but like he's pretty famous for showing up in a lot of Spider-Man stuff. He and yeah. Spider-Man have a pretty tough or pretty famous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, same with uh, Wolverine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like you can't tone that down. You nope. just can't do it. It's not going to be the kind of movie. It's not that kind of comic book. You cannot. Ca- I mean, you could look if they do it, they're going to do it, and they're going to ruin that movie and not make money on it. Yeah, but they made one hundred and eighty million dollars. And the reason is because they weekend. let it just. They let it go. They let it just right. be what it was supposed to be, and it worked perfectly. And then... Logan. Logan. Right. So, this movie, I don't think it needed the cussing. No. I felt at certain points it was definitely definitely, yeah, I mean, uh, excessive. Wolverine yelling, shut the fuck up, into a child's face, while hilarious, <laughs> probably not <laughs> necessary. You just say, like, shut up! Uh, yeah, like the won't. only time he when he's like destroying the truck with a shovel, just screaming the F word over and yeah. over. Like, that was the only time I felt it was necessary. And he could just, again... Hearing Professor Xavier curse was one of the weirdest experiences. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're doing an adult movie. Xavier is gonna curse. And it's yeah. like... It's like, when did Patrick Stewart from Green Room come in? <laughs> yeah, like, this is not... Pat- this is not... This is not his character. Like his no, character is way calmer and like great character. Like I understand it's twenty twenty nine. Mutants are pretty much all gone and like <laughs> Matt, it's twenty twenty nine. How can you be so close minded about language? Like it's twenty twenty nine, Matt. I know. I just felt like the cursing was unnecessary. I mean, mm. but they wanted they wanted an R, so I think they did that just to make sure they got an R. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I they think, they I think wanted you, an R-rated movie I think you get this. the R with just all the violence. Right? Yeah, exactly. This is the That's most brutal I'm Wolverine we've ever seen. He's chopping heads off, like yeah. slashing people up. Like even the kids do some crazy stuff at the and end. They, yeah, and they really don't make it easy. I mean, no. Like, they make that stuff brutal. Yeah. Like that, where like she's controlling all the Yeah, the, the twigs wood. and like yeah, it and, shoots like, through dudes. Like again, you don't have to sh- make it that graphic. No. But like part of making it that graphic helps with the juxtaposition of this is happening to kids yeah and it's not like the kids asked for it this is happening to kids this is how bad these guys are and this is how necessary it is for logan to go in wolverine wolverine has always been brutal in the x-men movies Mm -hmm. but they've never shown it yeah, I mean, like, you get and a lot of stabby-stabs. You but. Get, yeah, but you don't get a lot of, like, the brutality. And, you know, they even mention, they're like, oh, you know, we heard there was some guy missing a leg and some guy missing a hand off of, mm-hmm. you know, 65, whatever. And they're like, that sounds like the work of Wolverine. So it's like, this is, you know, it's established. Yeah, he's known for cutting off body parts. Yeah. And they just never really shown that before. And now they're like, we're going to show. Oh, yeah, we're not only going to show it, but it's going to be, like, in your face, and it's gonna be a lot, and a little girl's gonna do it too. And again, that's that for sure gives them an R. It for sure gives them the R's having a little girl slaughter these dudes. But again, the point of the movie is that it's about lost innocence, and mm-hmm. it's about stolen innocence, and it's about all these very you know these things that are very near and dear to Wolverine's heart. And like when you read the comic books, like there are a few things that Wolverine does not screw around with, and it's like kids. Yeah, like if a kid is involved, Wolverine loses his 
fucking shit. Yeah, that like, is that is just dumb. It strikes them in the same way that it strikes all of us. Like kids yeah. are like to be protected. Like when mm-hmm. a kid gets put in danger, especially in a working comic, at a school. You know, especially working at yeah, Xavier like where he school. protects kids. Like you know, yeah. If a kid shows up in a Wolverine comic and they're in danger, you can best believe that whoever is putting them in danger is going to get fucking sliced by it's Wolverine. Not, it's not oh we'll put him in prison. It's no I'm going to murder him until yeah. there's nothing left. I mean he's he's brutal to those people and then women as well women and children and it's like make a little girl his like sidekick character for this movie where she is like the epitome of stolen she's x23 yeah she's x23 and she's gonna have a great story arc and like i mean i'm looking forward to seeing more movies with x23 i think that spoiler alert when when logan dies in the end and she turns the cross it turns the cross i was just like fuck you just let it yeah why'd you have a cross in the first place dude i heard people in my theater automatically go uh like i see what you did there yeah but just bad yeah I thought that was like that was honestly my really only comp- that was really one of the only bad things in the movie which i even thought was interesting is that they brought up the fact that like no there's x-men comics people have been making yeah, comics like about mutants too. and like where we're going is based off an x-men comic and i'm sure you could go find that issue and you know no find- actually you can't really no they had uh, they made that just for the movie they, yeah they hired in writers and um and artists to make a, a limited run yeah. of comic books for that movie. Oh, that's awesome! It, I think it's like I think there's only like two copies. Oh, that's really cool. I'm sure the, Hugh the Jackman copies they have one. in the movie. Yeah, they're probably both Hugh Jackman's, but yeah. like they're completely new storyline. It's they're actual physical comic books that have a story and art that were made just for the movie that don't exist in the real world. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, they're probably worth so much. Oh, yeah. They will be in like 50 years. You know, I thought that was really interesting. And then and again, you can't tone that movie down without taking away. Yeah, you know the thing about making the other X Men PG thirteen is you have the other X Men to play off of, where you don't need to be as brutal all the time. Mm-hmm. Wolverine as a character has always been brutal, and especially the the film where you're going to finally kill him. Yeah, yeah. you got to oh, make yeah. you just got to go full bore on. I it. mean, I think my my heartbreak on this is I've always wanted an old man Logan movie, and this is the closest we'll ever get. And I've always wanted a Death of Wolverine movie. I need to read the Death of Wolverine. I'll let you so. borrow it. I have okay. I have all the variant issues of that. Cool. Um, I'm a huge fan of Death of Wolverine. I think it ends on a really somber note and ends on the perfect note. Um, old I'm, Man Logan is so batshit crazy. Yeah, Old Man Logan is so great and like it's it's like we'll never get a true in, Old Man Logan movie. Like if you thought mostly because property issues. Yeah, because there's so many very you know so many. Yeah, different I mean he characters. runs around with Hawkeye and they fight the Hulk and Spider Marine. Woman or Spider Man's like granddaughters in it and. and like, uh, Red Red Skull. Red Skull's in it. Yeah, we're in the Captain Doom, America. Doom is probably the only person you can get at this point. Yeah, and it's like if if Marvel had Wolverine, which hey, Fox just finished Wolverine. Uh they'll still use him for all like the because no. this is technically twenty twenty nine. Right. But he's not starring. Hugh Jackman will yeah, never Jackman, be Wolverine. Which is gonna again. be weird. They need to have like ten years where they don't use any Wolverine. They'll Right. So are they gonna stop making X Men movies? No, I can make X Men movies without Wolverine. Then yes, then they need to. They need to just let. Him I think go Fox away. needs to just let go of the property. Sell the property back to Marvel yeah. for a ton of money. Or You're stop. not making good movies. Put it back in Matthew Vaughn's hand. Just no. Just pass it back to Marvel. Let Marvel get Wolverine. See, but Marvel's not going to make the R-rated movie we want. No, no, we're never going to get Marvel gets Deadpool. That movie's never made. Oh no, absolutely. It's Disney. 
Disney's not going to make an R movie. They're Fox not is, in it. But that's the thing. Fox, New Line, Warner Brothers. Right, they're they're okay doing with those. doing these. Right. But what I'm saying, hand it back over to Marvel. You you did it. You did all the X Men movies we need. Let us get an, keep Wolverine. <laughs> let us get a PG thirteen Old Man Logan. You can't do that movie. You the PG thirteen though. You can't. Uh, do it, yeah, dude. Yes you, and no, I dude. Mean, it's so brutal. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be as good. You think as a what we fi- got. you think a fi- a community of inbred hillbilly hulks is going to make it? Into oh, that a- won't that won't make it in. You just have you just have Hulk people are just like now. It's just a genetic mutation. Is like people just turn to the Hulk. Instead of it's not inbred. inbred, it's not inbred. It's just like a it's culture. one of the funniest things, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all She-Hulk and Hulk, or yeah. is it Hulk and it's Hulk and someone? I think it might be Hulk and She-Hulk's kids, yeah. and then they all start screwing each other, and yeah, to keep the, the Hulk blood, yeah, pure. It was crazy. Um, yeah, read Old Man Logan. I just want to see Hulk with a beard. Hulk <laughs> with a beard is so funny, and so is Wolverine with a full beard is so yeah. funny. Yeah, and like we're gonna go see Planet Hulk. What? Next Thor is going to be part Planet Hulk. Oh, where he goes to Scar? How does he get there? That's not where we left him. We left him in a spaceship. No, we left him in in a spaceship a jet. It wasn't a spaceship. It's, it was it's like it X Wing. It's like X Wing. Uh, no, it's adjacent. Yeah, well, but in the comic, not in the comic books. It's look, look in the comic books, they shoot him into space in a rocket. Well, he took some form of a special shield thing that can go into space. That's all that matters. All right, whatever. But they've already like shown the gauntlet, uh, the helmet, and the hammer he has. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Is it going to be with uh, Thor? Right, but is it going to be uh, uh, Billy Ray? What's his name? The other Thor? The other guy who is uh, worthy of carrying Thor's hammer? I don't know. Uh, it's the alien dude. I think his name is like Billy Ray... Huh something i don't really know billy ray jet or something though. okay okay so wow we're going long um real quick i still got some time let's talk about so that's the movies we think so that's like the main list of r-rated movies i think we'd have to do another one of of pd 13 that should be r yeah i'm not i'm not another war- podcast yeah my only, I don't think I'd like. I mean, we can throw it out for real quick. Just like I think Civil, not Civil War or Disney. Uh, that's a whole I'm, other. Topic. I know, I know. That's a different topic. I'm saying movies that yeah. could have been even better. Winter Soldier could have been great as an R-rated movie, dude. R-rated political thrillers are right, like but, the best but again, ones. but again, it's one of those things. That's this is a whole another episode of talking about these things. I know. All right, let's do storylines that we would think make great r-rated okay um storyline that would make a great r-rated movie uh spider island spider. make it about body dysmorphia make it really fucking terrifying have yeah. giant spiders killing people there is this five issue arc that i read called carnage usa okay yeah i'm not sure absolutely. if you know it do you know it vaguely aware of it so pretty much carnage goes to a small town in like the middle of Kansas mm-hmm. and starts taking over everybody, including every like animal in the zoo and stuff. And all the superheroes come and try to fight them. And carnage starts taking over the superheroes right. and they have to like figure out how to defeat them and stuff. And it's like, it's brutal. Carnage is screwy carnage. If they're ever going to do an R rated Spider-Man, that's where you can do carnage. I don't think you can do carnage in, in a, a PG 13 yeah, Spider-Man. No, it makes no sense. No, PG 13 is you can do venom. venom. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot you do, can't carnage. do carnage. Carnage is too brutal. That's actually the nickname. Venom is the nickname of my laptop. Carnage is the nickname of my my sixteen hundred dollar monster rig PC. 
There you go. Yeah. Um, for a reason. It's yeah. carnage. <laughs> Uh, I think you could probably do, you could probably do, uh, like any Batman movie is. Yeah. Any Batman movie. Cause Batman, you know, like think of any really good detective movie. Yeah. They're going to be a little adult. They're going to be very adult, dark. And that tends to be borderline PG 13 tends to be R and, and don't just take the comic books and animate them. Cause killing joke was not a good movie. I don't, I mean, obviously just leave killing joke as is because there's too much interpretation. But like, if they were gonna do a actual, um, yeah, I mean, do like, something based in Arkham, and like make la- it like like m- Dark Knight Returns. I would I would do something in Arkham where like it's about like psychotics and it's about like Batman turning Arkham his mind. Origins or not Arkham Arkham Asylum the video game into a movie. Yeah, that'd be a super R rated movie. I mean, I kept saying that Suicide Squad should have been an Arkham movie. Yeah, and that should have been R rated. Oh, absolutely. Suicide Squad definitely should have been R-rated. Completely. Because it tones down the brutality of Was Batman movies. versus Superman R-rated? The ultimate edition was, apparently. Right. That but just, the theatrical version was just PG-13. bad and not. Yeah. Uh, that movie wouldn't have mattered whether it was R or PG-13. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, Batman, I think, is definitely the one where you can do it because his villains, he is a detective working with very messed up individuals who commit cra- who right. commit heinous crimes I'd not also, just bank robberies and stuff like that mutilation of people i'd also like to see um death of mary jane uh i forget what the actual name of the storyline is but there's an arc where mary jane dies and spider-man goes nuts and grows extra arms oh wow and extra legs have you ever seen that no yeah he goes like full spider when he goes like insane like i'd like to see like a, an r-rated spider-man yeah. let's do like a scary spider-man movie yeah and i think what i think kind of what we're getting at we want the dark that is portrayed in the comics. Yeah, we like, want let's, the let's we want the grittiness. Because you know I mean? yeah. all the ones we talk about, we're like, yeah, it's that way because it's gritty. It's actually gritty. It shows what it's like in the comics. Right. And there are plenty of comics out there that are you know for children, and like a lot of these you can still read, and they're fine, you know, because they're not going as crazy. Yeah, and make all the movies for those guys but, too. Make Guardians of the Galaxy two and yeah, three exactly. and seventeen and exactly you know. those are perfect where they are. They do not need to go R rated. Yeah, but like, the, let's take some of our characters that we know yeah. get adult sometimes, and like, yeah. let's make them adult. Imagine like an R-rated Thor. Yeah, I mean an R-rated Thor. You could do. He has some dark storylines. Absolutely, and like you could also just like really sex up the place. You know, I mean, I mean, Thor just kind of I mean, just showing character. him in battle and war. Yeah, like, yeah, like show the gritty reality of like him doing that. But then like yeah. also like you could do like an R-rated Thor movie where he's saving the whales. I mean, you could do really, <laughs> and he does that. Like he yeah. goes into Greenpeace for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of options, and I, I think our problem is when you do that, you just tone it down, and it and it sucks. Yeah, it, do it. It, 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 like the Marvel formula is done. I'm like, but movies like Ant Man. Yeah, I mean, there's Ant-Man only one. There's only R. one storyline for Ant Man that you'd have to need it for. Which one? Where he becomes a drunk and beats Betty. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, but they're not using that Ant Man. Yeah. Why? Why would they? Exactly. They're using the third Ant Man, <laughs> irredeemable Ant Man. Yeah, so they're so I mean there are certain ones definitely out there like that, but I think Captain America should have an R rated one. Yeah, Batman yeah, could have plenty of R rated ones because there are so many people that are just so psychotic and crazy. And like uh, Joker, Joker, they don't show his brutality. They show his craziness, but they don't show his brutality. Yeah, I mean, the pencil stick is probably the only brutality we ever got in the Yeah, movies. imagine that, but just everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, being the Joker. Yeah, um, exactly. 
Yeah, absolutely. You could also do like R-rated, uh, like smaller comic books for sure. Um, this would be yeah. I mean, pretty much anything from Image, Vertigo, Dark Horse. Yeah, uh, a Hellboy movie that's rated R. Yeah, I mean, those are actually working fine as PG thirteen. Yeah, I think oh, absolutely. But you could do an R-rated Hellboy movie. Oh yeah, sure. totally. Yeah, I, mean, I think it goes either way. But I mean, yeah, that's the thing. When you get the big budget, I think. I mean, it's mainly because you know the most known characters are going to sell the most tickets, right? But I think you can make some and smaller. You're gonna, yeah, you're not going to make a hundred million dollars on on Spawn right now. No, not at all. But if they they should redo a Spawn, yeah, rated, dude, R-rated, R-rated Spawn, dude. I think it's per- I think it's a great time to do it. It's great. Yeah, great climate for it. Whoever yeah. has the rights for it, make something decent, throw it together, put it out there. Yeah, definitely. There's there's Stay a lot of options. Spawn. You're not gonna don't make it comedic. No, don't not try to make it funny. No, not at all. Make like it Punisher, to, yeah. not funny. Make it true to you can make a good Punisher movie, and they just keep forgetting to make a good Punisher movie. They're doing it on Netflix. Aren't they doing a TV show? Yeah, he's getting his own. Right, dude. That because that first half arc with Punisher and the new Daredevil. Yeah, it's fantastic. Have you seen no. it? I don't watch Daredevil. It's actually really good. I'll catch it eventually. I watched the first season, didn't like it. Season two, ten times better. I and they get in that argument. What? The second you have to watch the second season. It gets good in the second season. It gets good in the I sixth know. episode. Hey, trust, like, fuck you. If it's no, not that's good the from thing. the beginning, it's not good. That's the thing. For me, I, I'm on the same thing as yeah. well. It's like why I haven't started watching Park, Parks and Rec. But I should watch the second season of... Well, I mean, you've already seen the first season of Dare, Daredevil. Uh-huh. So if you hadn't, I'd been, I would have told you to go straight to the second season anyways. Okay. They get into the pun- the Punisher story starts in the like first episode, mm. and it's fantastic. It's the first half of the season, and it's so good. Oh, I will watch it then. And he's not even Punisher yet. I heard Fisk is really good in that too. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Okay, yeah. So watch. I mean, honestly, after that, it gets into like some Electra stuff, and it's not as great. Right. But the Punisher storyline is fantastic, and it's brutal. Like he's beating the hell out of people and like murdering people and houses are getting blown up well now i got a list so, of the uh, things to view and a stack of comic books to read yeah so excellent uh, i think that's something that's interesting with the marvel marvel's actually playing it more gritty on netflix than they are in their movies that's interesting yeah they're like they're like towing the line between pg-13 and r they're just not showing as much they are you know they're barely using curse words which is fine I don't think they need. You don't have to to tell a good story. Yeah, but they're getting a little more adult. I mean, Jessica Jones is kind of adult. Yeah, it's exactly. All about sexual domination. Yeah, and like they're getting very. Yeah, they're getting very adult in the Netflix stuff. Weird. Yeah, I like it though. That's probably why I think they're doing because better. Because of general there. audience, you just can't do general audience stark. Yeah, but I mean Netflix, it's Disney. I mean Disney can't attach yeah. themselves super hard to that kind of stuff. But I mean, think about Luke Cage. Yeah, I mean, Disney can only attach itself to, like, inherently racist things. <laughs> and then it has to disown them after, like, 50 years. It just act like they never happened. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's their shtick. I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not judging. I mean, they still have a ride on it. Yeah, I'm not judging. Splash right Mountain. Jesus. Oh, yeah, Splash Mountain's super racist. Yeah, Song of the South, bro. Uh, so, all right. Well, I think that was, that was a very long conversation. Yeah, that's one of the longer ones. Uh, this is what an outro sounds like. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening thanks for listening hit us up on hope you bared with us as we just went down a list and kind of repeated ourselves yeah hit us on twitter hit us on facebook comment like subscribe tell us what you want to hear us talk about on Uh, twitter at btjmopod facebook.com slash btjmopod and email us at but that's just my opinion pod at gmail.com yeah and like if you have arguments you want to hear us talk about send them over comment on our facebook if you want to complain about us what's your favorite already comic yeah what's your favorite what storylines do you want to see them make? 
Yeah. What would you like to see them make? What What are you tired of them doing with comic movies? I'm tired of seeing... I'm know, tired of the Marvel formula. I'm tired of the Marvel formula. I am too. Man, screw that formula. Dude, I mean, it's just every... Baby formula. It's just everything's the same. and It's not good. I am refusing to watch any trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. I'm, I'm going to go see it, but it. I don't want to know because Marvel loves to show everything yeah, in the trailers. Well, general audience... Yeah. General audience, fight back. You're smarter than this. I trust in you. Some of you not so much, but the listeners of this podcast, you're probably pretty smart. <laughs> you're pretty and smart. Yeah. And I love you. All right. Well, I think I'll get to my song of the week this week. Go for it. It's going to be Forget My Name by Newfound Glory. I'm actually going to go see them in a, about a month and a half. I'm sorry. What's your name? Newfound Glory. Hmm. I forgot you, it. You ever heard of them? No, I have. I just, for a minute, I forgot their name. Oh, do you remember the name of the song now? Uh, no, I forgot that name too. Forget My Name. Uh, I'm not going to forget your name, Matt. That's absurd. Well, no, that's the name of the song. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This has been <laughs> podcasting with Dave and Matt, uh, an expression of patience and kindness. And don't steal cars. <laughs> don't steal cars. You'll find out about that them. next week. <laughs> yeah. Bears. Beats. Download bears. <laughs> download beats. Don't download Battlestar Galactica. Go rent it and buy it and watch yeah, it. Yeah, support the creators. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been a podcast. Woo. And remember, whether you agree or you disagree, that's just our opinion. Man. Tell all my friends I'm dead. I'm leaving you. This time it's for good. Tell all my friends that I am dead. It won't be long before you forget.